Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the conclusion of our James Cam Marathon. That's pretty good, actually, yeah. I thought of that in the first episode, and it's in there if you listen really closely, Mason. That's terrific. Good yeah. for you. Now, of course, in addition to leaving a like that people always do on these videos, we're doing the Road to Avatar 2. Mm-hmm. We took a look at the Abyss. A bit of piss, maybe? What? Was it a bit of piss? Oh, absolutely, yes, <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> A man dunked his hand in a toilet That's, and yeah. he had a toilet stained hand for the entire rest of the movie. So, yes, it was a bit of piss. Uh, then we looked at Titanic, mm-hmm. 1997. Sure. And now, of course... A bit of piss. A bit of... A further bit of piss. <laughs> and now we're taking a look at Avatar from 2009, Mason. Some would say the perfect precursor to Avatar 2. <laughs> Some would. And I wouldn't disagree. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... I would say that I never loved this or even really liked it. And that's not to be like, Ugh, it's got no cultural impact. Ugh, fuck you if you like it. Well, isn't it time? It's interesting because we are at a time of cultural reckoning because... <laughs> what have we done? That's right. That sounds bad. We're going to cancel everyone <laughs> yeah. and then ourselves. But, you know, this this movie came out in 2009 mm-hmm. and so a lot of people would be re-watching it for the first time in a decade or perhaps watching it for the first time you know, younger people watching it for the first time with fresh eyes. I haven't seen this movie since 2009. Yeah. And so now it is time for everybody to sort of get together and rewatch it and go, <laughs> is this anything? Is this anything? Yeah. It's 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 Schrodinger's cat person. It's uh, <laughs> Sure. In a lot of ways, we don't know if it's good or not, <laughs> I think. I, I still feel a bit like that. I think, though, you cannot obviously... <laughs> Mason, you smat drink. <laughs> I'm so surprised. <laughs> I mean, obviously, though you you can't discount that it's an absolute technical marvel. Like it still it still looks incredible yep. despite being you know ten plus years old. And I and I cannot dispute the box office no uh, returns. You know, I saw it once in two thousand and nine, and to the best of my recollection, never again. You but, saw it in a JB Hi-Fi when you went in and they tried to sell you a big TV, yeah, and yeah. it's on every TV. And I'm like, but I already have a sort of big TV, and they're like, <laughs> you should get more bigger TVs, more and bigger TVs <laughs> with JB Hi-Fi. But like untold, millions of people saw it multiple times, yeah, exactly. making it one of the you know the the most popular films of all time. And uh, mm. but I I was never compelled to go back. No. But now we're forced to come back by That's the algorithm. Right. I'll say this, Mason. I think all the goose and the water and the foliage, all the little wet dogs running around, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's, there's never a second where you're like, this is not a real jungle, despite it for the most part. What about when Jake Sully goes to uh, touch some plants and they go, foomp? 
What about <laughs> what about them? Yeah, Did that I, break your immersion? No, when they all went foom, I'm foom, caught foom. up in the moment, Mason. I'm okay. caught up in it. So, no, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> I think maybe that's the moment where I... Uh... <laughs> the foomp bit. Yes. Yeah, but but I think that the balance of having the natural elements of this world being close enough to Earth, but also slightly foreign in a lot of ways, means you can sort of relate to it and believe it and not be like, Ugh, this is garish and I don't like it. That's I think it could have tipped over into two neon or I know they were going to go with a blue jungle at one point. And I think even that mm-hmm. would have been way too much to look at for this yeah. long. Mm. That's interesting because I started rewatching this for the first time and I'm like, okay, all right, getting on board with this. I'm liking this sort of you know military industrial uh, aesthetic we've got going on. Oh, just quickly, did you watch The Extended? Which I, I did. It's, no. got, it's got more Earth stuff. I watched Regular. Regular, okay, yeah, fair enough. Regular. Anyway, sorry, continue. Uh, yeah, so I watched this and I'm like, this is an exciting, you know, sort of a military industrial aesthetic. I'm liking this. I'm loving the ships. They do look real. We're seeing, you know, a protagonist, Jake Sully. He's in mm-hmm. a funk. He's grown uh, a greasy hipster hair, hasn't he, James? Disgusting. The gross. <laughs> How far this man has fallen. <laughs> uh, we're seeing, you know, the the various machinations of all the human characters. Where we're planting the seeds of just, you know, all these people that are going to get theirs. Obviously, you know, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Giovanni Rabisi is this kind of. Uh, no, he just kind of like slumps his shoulders and gets onto a plate at the end. He's like, mm. <laughs> he doesn't ul- get skewered. Yeah, but that's the ultimate comeuppance for a really rich executive type. <laughs> they go, I didn't get exactly what I wanted. And we in the audience are like, hooray, the best we can hope for. <laughs> He'll probably get a promotion regardless. Yeah. <laughs> but then I think it's when Jake Sully wakes up in his Avatar body. Yeah. And at that point, I'm just like, Something not right about this. Yeah, they're just—it's the uncanny valley, and we—you know—that's oh, been, really? okay. been talked to death, I think. But these, from a technical standpoint, all this is incredible, and you know the—is it a design thing for you? Do you think maybe? I think it's the mouth movements. Okay. In in retrospect, but I remember you saying at the time. Oh, you were like, this, will, this is going to be great because I don't remember anything I said at the time. You're going to get cancelled for this, by the way. Oh no. That you were impressed by the teeth. You're like, good teeth though. No, I don't think I said that. No, I 100% remember oh, you saying okay. good teeth because looking at this now, I was, I was like, he was right about those teeth. Okay. They still sure, be sure. looking good. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe it's the lip movement that I don't care. It for. Might just it's be something in that lip teeth tongue matrix sure. situation there. But I I don't know. I think they're just too close to being human without being human and it set something off in my brain that made me go, I don't want to see this for another decade at least. <laughs> we, we talked about this when we talked about Titanic, I think. Yeah. Titanic is a you know wonderfully produced movie that, that looks incredible and brings you back to another time. But you know to the bare bones of it, it's just a, a fairly simple romantic yeah. drama premise. And this is kind of the same. The, the world does look amazing. But it is just kind of, you know... As people say, it's Pocahontas and Fern well, exactly. Gully, etc. Jake Sully is brought into this mix of, uh, of, the, of this, you know, this, this military corporation and then he's brought into this world of, of beautiful, soulful native people. And there's scenes where he's, uh, you know, he's, he's strategizing with the military types and they're like, yeah, we're going to get those... When you get those Na'vi, we're going we're gonna to steal their stuff. We're going to get them. And Jake Sully's like... Yes. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I'm on board with this. I'm not gonna turn at any point. Of course he is. Come I, on. I, I think look, similarly for me, I want to be like swept up in this mm. world in the way that I know so many people are. I want I want to be caught up in like the emotion of it and the romance and fall in love with the creatures and the people and all of that and look at all the shiny trees and rocks. You sure? <laughs> I, I look at this for the most Put that on the poster. Yeah. Look at all the shiny trees and rocks. I mean there's obviously that moment where they they go to the um 
they go to a region of the of the of the world where there are just giant uh, floating mountains, floating and stuff, mountains yeah. and stuff, and that was pretty incredible. Yeah, but that's the thing though. I look at this and I don't feel anything, mm. and I don't think it's because it's artificial. I think a big part of it is that I don't like Jake Sully. Okay, and I don't necessarily think this is a performance thing, but just the way he kind of rolls into a new environment—not when he's in the wheelchair, when he's when he's actually got legs—and he's just like poking stuff. He's like, "What's this?" and he's pointing his gun and he's yelling at creatures, and he's just a moron. Okay. And I, I just and like you said though, he's also so transparently stupid that you know that he's going to turn. Okay, but but he's I didn't say transparently <laughs> stupid. You put that word in my mouth, like the, that thing that I said about the teeth that I didn't say. But the fact that he that he walks into this environment in this body that's probably worth a billion dollars plus and just nearly immediately burns it, just nearly immediately just wrecks this piece of technology because he's just a moron. Like he's and I just I don't. I don't like him. I don't believe him. I don't like it when he gets their big tree shot down. And then he's like, you had to know that I knew this was going to happen, but I was here to tell you that you should move. Mm. What do you, what, what do you mean? That's not an excuse. Would you say that it is similar to the plot of the movie Armageddon where they send, uh, what is it, drillers? What, who are, they? Who are yeah, the guys? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, oil drillers or whatever. No, well, yeah, to, to do the job of, uh, of, of scientists. Yeah. Is it that it doesn't make sense that they would get this guy in yeah. when they could have, just because the, the, the Na'vi body, the Avatar body was expensive and he shares DNA with his brothers, wouldn't it make more sense that a multi-billion, trillion dollar corporation that runs stuff around the entire galaxy yeah. would just build another body and, and and have it controlled by somebody who might act appropriately for the situation. I completely agree. And I think, but at the same time, they also demonstrate why that's not a good idea because he's like the best guy on the planet. Mm. But I think the reason that he is... Yeah, the, it kind of worked out pretty well for him, didn't it, James? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Egg on your face. Yeah, but I think... Alien Navi egg on your face, probably blue. I think the reason... Or green, different colour than a regular egg. But I think the reason he's the best guy on the planet is because he's so empty-headed and he just runs into environments without thinking. Mm. Like, you know how he gets the big red bird, and that's uh-huh. really impressive. I think anybody who's got the big red bird, that's anybody who's stupid enough to attempt it. Sure. Because a normal person <laughs> wouldn't do that. Yeah, right. And I think also, if I got the big red... A lot of chosen ones at the bottom of a chasm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I think... I think I'm probably the chosen one. I reckon I get that bird, the big red bird, I reckon. Easy as, just jump on and put my, put my hair thing in its neck or whatever. <laughs> Easy as, mate. I think if I got the big red bird also, mm-hmm. I would just tell everybody how to do it. Oh, yeah, you just go above the bird. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's really that much of an ancient mystery. I guess the trees like him or whatever. It's more an angle thing. It's more about <laughs> it's trigon- more, it's it's more more, trigonometry. It's more than trigonometry, than yeah. Because the fact that, you know... You should have got that other nerd to do it then. He well, could have figured it out. I don't like the other nerd either because... Okay, to be fair though, Jake Sully should have read literally anything about this world that he's going to. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many moments where he's like, what's the big floating mountains? And the guy's like... What are you, an idiot? You don't know the big floating mountains? But that. Oh, you're here to interact with the Navi, are you? Uh, Name five of their sacred rituals. Yeah, he's a weeb, basically. He's a weeb for this fucking planet. So I don't like him either, though. Because he's. Who do you like in this movie? I like. uh, I like Giovanni Ribisi because he's slimy. I like Sigourney Weaver. Take no prisoners. Gets out of the pot, immediately starts smoking. Love it. I like Zoe Saldana. I like the dude with the big scar down his face. I like him. Scarface, sure. Yeah, I like all of that. I like Michelle Rodriguez. She's in this. She is. I'd forgotten, but. I don't know. I just think he's just really unpleasant and stupid. And he just, he's got a complete lack of self-awareness 
but also he's I don't know and it I just I just don't like him and I don't know why the trees like him mm. I don't get it right uh-huh because they can twist him I guess I guess that's why they like him you know because they can make him do something. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Jump on the big red bird, just jump on the bloody red bird, <laughs> mate. You can do it. You're probably the show's one. Give it a crack. Give it a crack, mate. And if you fall off and fall into a chasm, no big loss, I reckon. Here's something that takes me out of this. Okay. Some of the creatures have the exact sound effects of dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. And I know you probably don't remember that, but that is incredibly distracting to me to I be bet, like, yeah. that's a T-Rex or like whatever. Like it's the same sound file. It's literally the same, Is yes. that because James Cameron borrowed those from Spielberg or is it because they're just stock sounds? Probably an ILM thing or whatever. Uh, yeah, I have good no point, idea. Actually, yeah. Yeah. That being said, I think... This he, they, got a, they both got them off the same 1,000 sound file CDs. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Public domain. <laughs> <laughs> shareware that's why at the end of this movie in the credits James Cameron's like now if everybody could subscribe to, to the shareware so if everybody could put five bucks in an envelope and send it to this address I'll make another one in 13 years if you do this yeah. but I think also there's so many things that this does well in terms of even just like execution of action because I think there are some action sequences and the flying and all of that is, is really solid stuff because they basically filmed this in a virtual environment which hadn't been done before. Like you basically got the actors in mocap suits. Are you about to explain green screen to me, James? No, no, it's not green screen. You've got them in mocap suits okay. and you're looking at them through a monitor and this is the first time where you see them as an avatar person uh-huh. and then you can watch them jump across a plant or, or whatever. Okay. And that's... <laughs> How are we going to get over this plant? <laughs> what I know. <laughs> Hop. We've done it. We've done and now the tree likes me, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Do you think there's a lot of busted takes where everybody in their ping pong ball suits is just looking over at the monitor? Being- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Them. Like, where am I right now? I'm, like, oh, I'm in a forest. I'm in a for- Cut! <laughs> You're fired, and I'm going to find a way to drown you. <laughs> I guess we we need to talk about also uh, the 3D element of this, which obviously is lacking now if you're watching it on a regular TV. And, unless you're the one guy who bought a 3D TV. I did have one, but it was by default, Mason. It just came with my TV, and I oh. turned it on once and went, hate this. But I remember... Get a load of this guy. <laughs> oh, my steak came with caviar. It just comes with that. I don't know. Place, it was a standard feature, rest, Mason. restaurants I go to. You know. It was standard oh, at the boy. time. Wow. But it wasn't good. Wow. Didn't even fit in the back of my Bentley. But I just think... I, I remember the first sequence where he slides out of the pot, and I remember seeing that in the movies and just seeing all the depth of the background and thinking to myself, wow, that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. And then either forgetting about the 3D element of it or finding it distracting. Uh But I think this is still probably the best use of that. But it certainly wasn't worth it for just four to five years of very average movies being post-converted into 3D. Like, did I want to see Resident Evil Retribution in 3D? You did, so that's a bad example. (laughs) Give us another one. I don't have another one. Okay, right. But I just... How how frustrating was it, though? I just remember at the time being like, you're going, okay, can I do the non-3D? Oh, there's no non-3D? Okay, so i got to pay extra to see this movie in a way that I don't want to see it. Mm. And I know James Cameron... Thank you for letting me pay $25 for a headache. Thank you, I appreciate that, actually. (laughs) And I know also James Cameron is now looking for a way, and I think he would have done it if the technology had have caught up, to have 3D without glasses. Mm. Oh, that's called a real life, James. <laughs> that's, Jim, that's, Jim, if I can speak to you for a that's moment. That's called going to the theatre, Mason. <laughs> that's called a touching grass, Jim Cameron, <laughs> which you don't know anything about. No. Because that's not it's not your whole deal. No, your it's deal really is, not. It's in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what's come in very handy. Oh, you've got your napkins. You've got that's your little right. napkins. That's right. Someone mocked my little napkins earlier. No, I just wondered why I had a bag full of napkins, that's all. For these exact situations. Because you're a grub. Yeah, because I'm a grub, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I think, though, towards the end of this movie, and I watched it over three days, uh, <laughs> so I split it up. As James Cameron intended. Yeah, I just... Have people seen the uh, the in- a recent interview with James Cameron where uh, someone asked him, uh, when's a great time to leave Avatar 2 for a pee break? And he said, any time you want, because you can watch that scene again when you come back. Mm. Bold. I w- and I will, Mason. Okay. Well, to right. be fair, I saw Avatar... One twice at cinemas because oh. I saw it and I went, I, I was jet lagged when I saw that because I'd just come back from an overseas trip and I went, I don't think I got it. Mm-hmm. I'll go back. And then 10 minutes in, I went, no, I got it. This <laughs> is <laughs> not, not for me. Hello, Qantas. Yes, it's James again. I wanted to apologize. <laughs> I thought you'd ruined my experience, but actually it was the movie's fault. <laughs> so I, I will say, though, I was... Invested in the ending and and the big battle, mm. but the I big s- battle is uh, is it's, big. Un- it's undeniably huge. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna deny the sheer scope and scale of it, Mason. No, nah, there was freaking things flying all over the place. Wasn't there just? It's fire and that. <laughs> yeah, stuff exploding. You tipped the ship like in True Lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that bit? Mech guys. 
Well, here's the thing. It's a mech versus an alien, like in the movie Aliens, but it's reversed because the alien is the good people. Doi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-oi-
Uh, before we talk box office, though, this last bit of green trivia is that this was the most pirated film of 2010. It had 16.58 million downloads on BitTorrent, Whoa. which also goes to show that piracy doesn't necessarily affect a movie's box office performance because a lot of times people pirate movies, it seems, and this is from research, uh, when they're probably not going to see it anyway. Yeah, it's true. Not so. always, not mm. exclusively, but I don't know about you, but I will happily pay for something if you just make it available. Sure. Yeah, just make sure I can have it. Huh. I can get it. Well, I'm the opposite. I will only pirate something if it is available. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. yeah. If it's not available, I just stand my feet. I'm like, where are we here? I want it. Yeah. 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 Box office, though. Uh, now, James Cameron, again, like he did on Titanic, he forgoed, forgoed, he forgot it, his mm-hmm. fee. Because it, it, it blew way out of proportion. He forwent his fee? Yes, because of all the emerging technology which they pioneered and used for this, which I also don't think I've highlighted enough. This is just an amazing like tech demo of what is possible in virtual cinema and spaces. Mm. This made the movie Tintin possible, which from what I've heard, people seem to like that. I haven't seen it. <laughs> but imagine the world of Tintin. Terrific. <laughs> Captain Haddock is there. Yep. Little dog, there's Snowy. Those, there's two guys or whatever. Johnson and Johnson. But they're not they're not twins, are they? Or no, brothers? It's Thompson and Thompson. Is it? Yeah. The other's the shampoo. But they're spelled different. The other's the shampoo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it cost $237 million. Again, mostly because it was pioneering so much of it and it took like five years to make. Though he first had the idea in like the mid-90s and couldn't mm. do it for, you know, obviously. Dr. Calculus. Oh, also, very good. Also in, in Tintin. Oh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Calculus. Yeah. But it made, as a result of re-releases... $2.92 billion. Huh. It made $2 billion in its first 35 days. So initially this wasn't like a huge hit as soon as it went to cinemas, but it built. It mm. built and built, and it also opened up the idea of... Great, incredible word of mouth. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. But, but, they gave me glasses. I kept them. Yeah. They said put them in the bin at the end. I kept them. Maybe you'll be swept away. I, I wasn't. <laughs> maybe some, somebody... What, the poster says you'll be swept away. I wasn't, but maybe you'll be swept away. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> to be clear, I was not swept away. I've seen I'll, it again. Yeah, because maybe this time I'll be swept away. <laughs> but I wasn't. The first time I was. Maybe you will be. I would like to know if people were swept away, though, Jamie. Hey, wait a sec. I looked at this poster and it says, maybe you'll be swept away. <laughs> and you weren't. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a picture of me. How's he doing this? So, yeah, so this, not pioneered, but it really solidified, and this is also after, like, Lord of the Rings, that December is a key window to open in for a blockbuster because you've basically got a clear run to like February. That's true. And this definitely had that. It was also bolstered by 3D because tickets were more expensive, which obviously makes sense. You've probably heard this story also, Mason, about Matt Damon, how he was offered the role. Oh. And he, and he said, too bad, I'm doing. I'm too busy being holy weird. Maybe. Well, or maybe I'm too busy being the realest guy you've ever seen because he's from Boston or something. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. They're all pretty real there, aren't they? They're very real. Yeah, yeah. So he was offered 10% to of this pack in the car and have it, yeah. <laughs> reverse pack? Yeah, reverse pack in the car and have it, yeah. That's great. So he was offered 10% of the movie's income ah. if he took on this role, which I'm pretty sure that Sam Worthington wasn't offered. I'm pretty confident. Interesting, yeah. okay. I'm pretty confident. Okay, but was, was Damon offered 10% of the gross or 10% of the net because as I understand it in a lot of instances yeah. they're like yeah we'll give you we'll give you 10% of the profit well, we didn't make any profit that's weird you owe us money yeah that's right give us the mocap suit you yeah, have yeah. to wash it though yeah I mean we made we made 2.9 billion dollars but the parking was really expensive so actually we didn't make <laughs> we didn't make anything 
Well, apparently he would have made about $250 million. Okay. So however that works. But no, he was committed to the Bourne franchise at the time. But look, I'm sure he made up for it in crypto scams or whatever. Mason! Mason. Yes. I'm, I'm tut-tutting because you didn't give me the chance to also make that joke. <laughs> really? <laughs> James. <laughs> James, please. <laughs> please leave a pause so I could say that instead. <laughs> now, uh, I'd love to know what people think of this movie, though. And you know what? I just... I want to be... Swept away. I want to be invested in this. Mm. I really want these sequels to be good because I I just feel like there's so many elements of this and I like James Cameron as a filmmaker that I I just... Why can't I be swept away, Mason? Great point. Why not me? Because you're dead inside. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And outside. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) Anyways, Mason, did you know... You you know this, actually. Is it about Matt Damon? No. Okay. Did you know that this is the last Caravan of Garbage for the year, unfortunately? Whoa. Now, we are going to be taking a break until about late January. There's still going to be stuff going up on the channel, including new videos until the end of December. But if anyone has any requests for what they want to see next year, leave them below because... There's a lot of movies. Yeah. And I'm looking at them, and we haven't maybe even hit 50% yet. Right? Yeah. And we've been barely swept away by any of them, quite <laughs> frankly. And look, if you're out there and, and you're you're a big fan of something and you want to tell us all about it, that'd be terrific. But if you, you're out there and you're not a big fan of anything, but you are massively tapped into the, like, SEOs and algorithms and stuff, and you know about a property that we can, we can analyse and get a million views on, yeah, that would be great also. That's what we want, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Fans of stuff, get out of here. <laughs> Big algorithm nerds, let us know. <laughs> but before we take a break, though, our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, we are going to cover Avatar Too Many Waters. Ooh. Yeah. So that's going to be our upcoming episode. And in addition to that, you can actually hear that early on Sunday as opposed to Monday, including seeing videos like this early, including bonus podcasts, including movie commentaries. If you head over to our private Patreon at bigsandwich.co, which is also legally distinct from Patreon, That's isn't it, That's exactly right, yes. We haven't been threatened yet, but it's good to get ahead of it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We don't have a crypto money. We don't have that. That's true. To, to protect ourselves. Uh, but again, thank you so much for everybody who supported it. But again, thank you. But thank you just... Maybe I don't want to thank anybody, Mason. Maybe it's my brain telling me nobody deserves anything. (laughs) Okay, terrific. (laughs) But I just want to say a big thank you to everybody for supporting us this year. Mm -hmm. Again, there's still videos going up before the end of the year, including the biggest bombs and hits of the year. But uh, we really, really appreciate it because it means that we can both do this Mm -hmm. and and earn somewhat of a living from it. It's terrific, isn't yeah. it? Big, big time thanks for everybody who watching these videos. Click and like. That's right. Click and, and subscribe. And big time thanks to both Ben and Lawrence who edit these. That's right. Because that can't be very fun, I'd imagine. Absolutely not. Mm. We go off on our flights of fancy, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> we certainly do. All right, thanks, everybody. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. Merry Christmas, if I can even say that these days. No, you're under arrest. Oh, my God. Well, happy holidays. Tim Allen's coming to get you. No. No. Or to save you? What, what does he think? I can't remember. I don't care what he thinks. <laughs> See you next year. Bye. Uh, but still towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More don't, don't leave. Don't yeah. ever leave. And there'll be yeah. stuff going up regardless. Just like, watch old videos and imagine we're still around. But there's also going to be compilations yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah, going yeah, up, yeah. so don't even worry. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.